This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Al, what do you say we do a podcast? Oh, hi, Jerry. I mean, this is what they tell me we're supposed to do after the show. It's yep. a post-show, post-game, Podcast. whatever the hell we call That's it. what it's called. And this is where you've got all these cool topics, so oh, have well, at it. Uh, today is Veterans Day, Jerry. And I got to thinking, you know, we were fortunate enough, like our dads had to join the military, right? Yes, my dad was drafted and fought in Vietnam. Same with my... I think my dad actually went in on his own, but back then, you either went in on your own or they told you to go in. Okay. Um, so I was just thinking, luckily we didn't have to do that because, uh, we're a much softer generation, myself in particular, very soft. You did fill out the draft forms though, right? In high yeah. School. That was yeah. a scary day yeah, in high school, too. right? Me too. I remember going home like, do I have to fill right. this out? I what do they call that. it? Selective service. I yeah. think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. You had to fill it out in uh, high school. Uh, if you had to join the military, which branch do you think? Would you be an army guy, air force, Marines? Navy. That is a great question. Where was your dad? What was Army. He? Army. Probably not not the Navy. I really, I hate the water. You don't want to be on a big ship. I don't mind flying, but I don't know that I want to be in the Air Force. Right. Like, I like flying with someone else flying the plane. You like flying in a uh, passenger plane. You don't want to be fighting, uh, flying fighter I would, jets. Yeah, uh, probably the Army. Army. Probably, yeah. I would think so. Well, let's eliminate some. Marines, way too tough, I think, right? Marine Corps is hard. Yeah, I think that was, yeah. seems like, to an outsider, the hardest. Okay, so I'm out for that. Air Force. My dad was in the Air Force. He didn't fly planes, but I feel like planes, you're really on the the front line there. You're yeah. flying planes. Sure are. The Navy, I feel like... Navy freaks me out with How all the so? international waters and what the oh, hell is yeah. going on with submarines and, and pirates. There's no, that's no joke. Well, that None was, of them are a right. joke. And I then mean, army, tough, man. Army, I feel like that's when you're on the ground. Yeah, boots on the ground. Well, none of these are it's tough stuff. Or for my, are for my softness. The the fact of the matter is the damn shame that all these countries need this. Yes, if we all couldn't just get along, right. But instead, everybody hates everybody, and everybody's greedy and wants money because that's what everything's about. Everyone loves money. Yeah, hmm. pretty much. Everybody wants more than they have. doesn't yeah. matter how much you have. Need more. Need more. Do you think you would have done well in basic training out of high school? Because that's when people go in. You're in shape. You're in your best shape probably that you could be in, right? I think you have to. I don't think you have a choice. Yeah. 
Like the notion of, wow, a soft generation. We were soft generations. We didn't have to go. Right. If we were drafted, we would have gone. And we would have been tougher. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what it is. You know, so they're going to they're gonna ride you, they're going to scream at you, and they're going to make you tougher or you die. I mean, that's pretty much what they'll tell you. That's the message. Yeah. You know, and you're putting your teammates at risk. Right. So, you know, how would I have done? I would have got through it, and so would you have. Somehow. And you would have come out with a set of testicles. Oh, I would have been. I'd be so manly now. Right? Uh, I'd be so much more, more manly, manly. Probably. I wouldn't be concerned about things that I'm concerned about, nonsense. Well, I think at the end so of the day, you still are kind of what you are. Okay. I do, but I think you've probably come out with more confidence. Yeah. I just don't know if that continues on. I see. I'm not sure. Because I've met veterans my age or a little older that have gone in and uh, served Desert Storm. Oh, right. Which was in the early 90s. Um, and they've come out I'm like, you were there. You still seem like a, you know the same nice guy that you were. Right. So I think it depends on the personality. But, yeah, you probably come back and come out of it more confident, I would think. All right. Probably thankful that you're still alive. Correct. You know, different lease on life. So shout out to the veterans, yes, Oh, Jerry? hell yeah, of course. <clears throat> I started doing this thing during football games. This is sort of reminds me of basic training, Jerry. This is my segue. See if you don't agree. I don't agree. During football games... I do push-ups when um, every few commercial breaks. I do 20 push-ups during the commercials. Then I feel like laying around on the couch all day, I feel like I'm still doing something. Sure. Is that that. doing something? It's better than doing nothing, isn't it? But If I do 20 push-ups, then wait 10 minutes and do another 20 and wait 10 minutes, is that doing anything? I think it is. doing more than not doing anything. Is it doing the same as doing 50 in a row? Where you're exhausting your muscles? No, but you're still doing a lot more than everybody else. So maybe I should try to exhaust my muscles. Like I have a situation today. I only slept two hours and 40 minutes. You did the cowboy game last night. I am physically exhausted right now. I feel like I got through the morning. I, I, for whatever reason, had a lot of energy this morning. Yeah, you did. I don't know why. Um, But I'm tired now. Do I work out at 1 o'clock like I usually do on a Monday with couple of guys that we do or do i'm just do i take go sleep sleep i always have this i don't know it's if you exercise kind of half-assed with not much energy like i feel right now is that doing anything or do i need to refresh the body with sleep you need to sleep see i think you got to do the workout oh because i'm going to go to sleep tonight and i think you need to burn the calories and that get gives you energy right but are you going to get quality sleep that's the difference tonight yes there's nothing going on tonight my goal tonight is, uh, no kidding, pulling Eddie Scazzeri. You're going to go to bed early, Well, especially with the, with the sundown so early. That is true. That does I help. I would say, I'm not going to, no, not 6.30, but 7 p.m., I think, tonight. You'll be ready to go. Like, All right, then do the workout. I, I'm not going to watch Seattle, San Francisco tonight. Okay, me neither. What else is there? Nothing. Right. Netflix and chill. I suppose. I had asked people on Twitter... I want to know your thoughts. I was trying to come up with ideas. I'm I'm sick of eating turkey now for lunch every day. Okay. Because I think it's boring. Not, it's well. Jesus Christ. It's not even. I don't even mind the boringness. I think lunch. <laughs> I meat, forgot who I was talking to. I, I think lunch meat turkey is not great. Not great for you. Every day, the, probably not. Great. Right, because of the uh, sodium and uh, nitrates, nitrates and uh, preservatives. That I had many people tell me, but if you get the turkey that they make in the store. That it's better. The so, real turkey? Yeah, like it's like when I go, you know, there's that Italian deli near us called the Lavodis. Yes. 
Lavodis is terrific. Like they make their own turkey. That's yeah. I should get that, right? Yeah, Dearborn does the same thing. Right, Dearborn. There's much less salt in it, much less preserve. It just tastes like turkey. Is that a real turkey that yeah, they're Yeah, I think using? so. I do. I think so. Absolutely. Do I do that? Because so, you know, so many people told me peanut butter and jelly. Oh, you should have peanut butter and jelly. That's like a candy sandwich. It depends. On, I think it depends on what. So I had on Saturday when we got back from our baseball, I had whole wheat bread peanut butter and i measured like a dork i measured out the amount of the peanut butter yeah with blueberries now that's not peanut butter and jelly but it's a variation of it yes it's awesome dude oh no it is awesome but to me i feel like i don't think peanut butter and blueberries is is candy peanut butter and jelly yeah if you glob on the jelly it's like a candy bar yeah that's what i had this weekend like on the weekends i eat a peanut butter and jelly it's like um, you may as well put a couple of kit kats between pieces of bread well not Delicious. That point, but it's pretty good. It's still if it is delicious, it can't be great for you. It is pretty good. I agree. Well, yeah. I mean, you love turkey. It's delicious. I do love turkey, but I, I got to get off. The, I got to get off the daily turkey. I but, agree. You should do that three days a week. Three days five. a week. Yeah, five yeah. days a week. Too much. It's too much. Normally, I do. F- yeah, four or five. Why don't you not go? Great. I'll give you a tell you what you could do. All right, especially Jerry, since like you're this. around here. Yes. Find a good. I don't. I don't know what's out there because I don't really go. But I, I go to Pret a Manger all the yeah. time. I like the wraps that they have. The uh, egg white wraps they have. Go egg white sandwich. Yeah, turkey kept, bacon. I asked people on Twitter. They, a lot of people gave me good ideas, and some people gave me terrible ideas. You know, give me a terrible idea. A terrible idea was. Um, Did some idiot say you should have a cheeseburger every day? <laughs> yeah, kind of like those sorts of dumb ideas. Or like a lot of people recommended chicken breast, but I have that for dinner every night. Really vary it, huh? Right, that's what I mean. I can't be having that now for lunch every day. God almighty. I got to get a life. A lot of people said salads. I got a lot of salads. See, I, here's what I think. And I, one of these days, I'm actually going to put this into my life. Okay. I believe the biggest meal of the day should be lunch. I agree with and that. And salad for dinner. Nice and light. Right. That way you don't go to bed on that full stomach. Right. Or reverse your day. Biggest meal breakfast, and mm-hmm. then lighten up as you go through. Keep lunch to what it is. Yes. Biggest meal is breakfast. Lunch is the medium meal, if you will. Medium meal. And then you could have cereal or salad for dinner. A reasonable dinner. Yeah. Because if you could end up with, let's say you ended up with dinner, a 250-calorie dinner every night, your body's burned through a lot of what you've put into it already. Right. And you're probably going to bed on a pretty light stomach. That's why I think like in Italy, when I was in Italy, every place... Now, in Italy, I did not see a lot of large people. Okay. Right? But all of their breakfast foods had Nutella in it. It'd be like Nutella croissant, Nutella... Breads and Nutella. Right. But it was all first thing in the morning. Right. And then, like you said, more reasonable throughout the day. Yeah, I think you start heavy and you peter out throughout the day. Yeah. I, I think about... The mornings I feel the worst are always the mornings after we go out to dinner. And it can be, we could go to dinner at 6 p.m. on a Friday, and I still don't go to bed till 11. I still wake up feeling like crap the next day. Yet, if you go out for a monster breakfast and have a nice light day the rest, I feel fine. Right. I feel pretty good, actually. And right now, I'm up five pounds again. I'm so tired of this. Up congratulations. No, oh, no. Not, congr- not congratulations, jackass. Oh. Up it's five. actually six point five pounds, not really six point five. I'm up six and a half pounds in two months. Jerry, I have a letter here from one of our longtime, most dedicated listeners. Nice. She she sent a letter. I didn't get one. Well, it's to both of us. Oh. 
because kind of lazy only because one copy isn't it? that's true because she said um we only read postcards uh, postcards and she didn't want to send the postcard she penned this to us on mischief night oh okay oh hi there alan jerry first time writer of a letter long time listener of the post game podcast a uh, good start I'm penning do this. Do I know who this is, by the way? Yeah, Nicole. Oh, oh, okay. I'm penning this letter as my kids sleep and cupcakes bake for Halloween parties. Unlike Emily's mom, I barely have time to type a tweet, let alone pen a letter. I don't know if I believe that. Me neither. Got, have, Nicole, you got plenty of time to tweet. She's tweeting a lot. Right. <laughs> uh, let alone pen a letter to my favorite group of guys. And it seems when I send something... It gets lost. Oh, that's not true. What are you talking about? This is my favorite part. Anyway, I thought I had so much to say, but I'm at a loss for words right now <laughs> as the timer for the cupcakes just rang. <laughs> so she really had nothing to say, Jerry, but she wanted to send- Nick, we uh, talk about you all the time. Yeah. She's jealous of this Emily. Nah. Because Emily's mom writes to us. Nothing to be jealous about. That's pretty funny. I love this lawsuit, Jerry. This is awesome. This seems you like love something. every lawsuit. I do. A Florida man oh. is suing Madonna, saying that her 10.30 p.m. concert start time is too late. So he's got to he get to bed. what is suing her for? Well, let's see. He said on his ticket, the concert said it was to be in at 8.30. Oh, okay. Uh, but she didn't take the stage until 10.30. So he wants his money back. <laughs> well, Yes. Madonna is still touring. Madonna is still touring. Would you Jerry. go see her at this point? Nope. No, me neither. No interest in Madonna. No. I went uh, many years ago. I went to see Madonna on her Vogue tour. Did you really? Yeah. I went with a what gal girl that I that I was tr- that? that I was trying to bed, trying to bed at Kane back then, Kane College. This girl would go on all these places with me. Never any action. Really? Yeah. This is when I was a. Wimp, Jerry. So you burned through money and oh. there was nothing, no reward. Yeah. How many... Her name was Deb. How many events did you take Deb to? I'm trying to think. Not too many. I kind of caught on. 19, 20. But Deb was the one who sat next to me in psychology class in an empty room. Yeah. You know why? She saw a sucker that would take her to things that she wouldn't have to pay for. <laughs> Showed up in miniskirt. Yeah, look at him. Yeah. I could I yeah. put my hand right there. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he'll take me to see Madonna. Yep. Huh. I bet she's jealous now. Either that or she married some rich guy. Probably. That takes her on yachts. Rich, good-looking guy. Probably gets to meet Madonna now. The world's first penis and scrotum transplant <laughs> is a success, Jerry. Oh, uh, good for the guy. Is this a good story or is this just a uh, Yeah, this was guy? the... Uh, this is perfect for Veterans Day. This was the the anonymous army veteran that had lost yep. his lower half body in Afghanistan. This is what you call updating a story from the past. Yeah, he and his squad were ambushed by the Taliban, and he needed. They gave him a penis and scrotum transplant, and it is a success. Fourteen hours. Wow. He God reports the soldier reports an improved self image and feeling whole again, and is very so. satisfied with his transplant. And for his future. How about that? He could also use the restroom without complications. That's great. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. And and they included his testicles. Imagine a 14-hour surgery. Yeah. Man. This says this guy could even father a child with these new testicles. Wow. Oh, good for him. That's really, that's great. He's not in a relationship, but he's thinking about getting into one now. 
I'm glad to see that was a success, and for a soldier, no less. I think anytime they put you out for something, it's always, you know, you're crossing your fingers. I mean, you hope for the best, obviously, and you think, you look at the percentages, you'll be fine. But then you throw into the mix 14 hours. Now, how do they do surgery? That? I don't know. Dude. Like, is one doctor doing that for 14 hours? And if so, how do I know they're paying attention the whole time? Like, that they don't, you know, want their mind doesn't wander off. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how they get enough sleep. We don't, don't let guys work I on a know. work a radio board for 14 hours. We don't let a surgeon. I mean, it worked. Al, I don't know. I really I don't. Imagine his the 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 surgeon who did this transplant for 14 hours. He had to be so locked in. He had to be exhausted after that. I would yeah. probably take a week off. You would think. You would think. And there I would I guess there's got to be a team of doctors. Yeah, right. Team and of doctors. They know how to coordinate who's doing what and when because I can't imagine someone coming in to do 14 hour. I mean, your hands can't be steady for free. Right. The whole thing. Now, a lot of it's arthroscopic too, I would think, but not that. Like a lot of surgeries are arthroscopic. Right. Right. I this can't imagine that is. Transplant. Man. I don't know. Do they stuff. take breaks? The doctors. I, I hope so when they take, I don't know. They have sleeping pods maybe? Sleeping pods? I don't know. I don't know. That whole, that whole doctor thing concerns me just that they work such long shifts and yes. you're saving lives and I don't know. Just hope you're never in a situation. You just hope you go peacefully at 98 years old in your sleep one day. 98? Well, I really want to get to 100. So. Me too. Exactly 100. Yeah, well, I mean, and then when you get to 100, you're trying to push it to 102. No. Depending on how you're doing. At 100, you don't get that choice. Would you sign up right now for passing away on your birthday? 100th birthday? Yes, that's what I would actually prefer. Yeah. You'd prefer it. That would look so awesome on a gravestone. September 22nd, 1969 to September 22nd, 2069. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Although I'm going to be cremated. Right. So there'd be no headstone, right? No headstone. Well, you got to put something on the urn. That's such a depressing conversation, isn't no. it? No. Not really. Okay. Only if you want it to be. I think it's depressing. Otherwise, it could be very. I think a lot of life is depressing. Really? A lot of life is fantastic, and a lot of yes. life is depressing, and there's not a whole lot in between. It's either great or terrible? I think in a lot of cases that's true. Yeah, I do. Hmm. What do you think we experience more of, joy or pain? Different Jerry? stages of life are different experiences. I think as you're younger, you experience more of the highs. As you get older and people start to pass away around you, and marriages start to get broken up, and you start to acknowledge and understand diseases and people get sick around you, I think that there's a lot more sadness mm -hmm. and depression. Ah. Remember uh, last week when you uh, a man wrote in <laughs> yes. and asked for marital advice from ah. you? And yes. you really, we discussed it for about 20 minutes. We did, we did. Uh, people really enjoyed that. Did and they? said, can Jerry give more <laughs> life advice yeah. like that marriage advice relationship advice that sort of thing right because you were just speaking ex extemporaneously yeah when all the guy looked for was he just said do you have advice he didn't say sure do you have advice about this part right he just said advice about marriage right and you gave good advice others enjoyed it the man himself uh, Stephen Hirsch I believe his name was he said that to thank you. No, oh, I'm glad. That's great. That he really liked it. That is awesome. So it worked out, Jerry. Oh, I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. Let me see if I have one more story before we leave. <laughs>
This one came out last week. I want to get to it because it's, it's going to be old news if I don't do it today, okay. Jerry. Uh, a sex offender is accused of groping uh, the princess at Magic Kingdom in Florida. Okay. Deputies say the victim was in a character costume taking photographs with guests when this fella and his wife approached and they each went on either side of the woman. He then wrapped his arm around her shoulder and groped her. How about that? Can't do that. Can't do that. Deputies found him. Wow. He groped her for several minutes. A Disney photographer and another cast member noticed what was going on and yelled at the man, and then police were called. Yeah, and should. This dude is 51 and groping Disney characters. What a loser. Well, yeah, I mean... And he is a sex offender from something he did in 1991. Really? What a jackass. You know, if you got a past... I'd like to punch like, this guy right in the face, Jerry. If you've got a past like that, where yeah. you've got a record, I, I, I guess a criminal's a criminal and an idiot's an idiot at the right. end of the day. Both of those. But aren't you on your best behavior, In I mean, especially in public? You like would you, think. You can't do that. Nothing man, good is going to come of it. This man was in Disney with his wife, the Disney character got in between him and his wife for a photo, and he groped her. Listen, a scumbag's a scumbag. You hear that? At the end of the day. You hear that, people? And if anybody out there is listening to this podcast that does not listen to the Boomer and Geo show, yeah. we solved one of life's great mysteries Which was today. What? The meaning of life. Okay. Which I think I remember asking my mom the meaning of life when you I was do. like 12. I do. Just like that? What is the meaning of life? Why are we here? I remember, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like... You know, I went to Catholic school and Catholic high school and everything, and so you're taught the you know the stories of the Bible and God and Jesus and all that stuff. But I remember one day I was probably twelve. At eleven, twelve, you start questioning and like this stuff really. I mean, what are we what are we really believing right. in? I remember at that point I was like, "What is the point of all this?" I remember saying that to my mom. I think that's how I phrased it. And I remember her look. She didn't even like didn't even skip a beat. She's like the, the the point of all this is is to leave the earth better than when you got here. And leave a legacy. She said, "Leave a legacy." Oh. She said, "You leave the earth in a better place than when you were on it, and to make sure that your children are taken care of." Oh, I like that. That was, and I've always like lived with that. I believe that really. But Boomer today, I thought really, really sold it. What do you say? The meaning of life is winning. 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 As long as you're winning, life is good. Yes. The meaning of life. Okay. Winning. So we got two different perspectives. If you're your losing, mom, you suck. Your mom had one perspective. As many, as many people do. Uh, Boomer had a different perspective. Uh, Boomer had a different perspective. Winning. Yes. Over leaving the earth a better place right. than we got here. Right. He doesn't care about recycling or taking care of your children. He just win. win. Gotta win. <laughs> Win, baby. Yeah, he said that today on the show. I thought that was pretty good. I think it was the great Al Davis who once said, win, baby. Just win, baby, actually. Just win, baby. Not win. How can you screw that up? I don't know up? how I screwed that up. Good Lord. Just win, baby. Right. The Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. All right, Jerry. The warm-up program. You have a great day. Is next. So. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFA. Right, here we go. We start a new week. It's a Monday. The Jets on the 
Town or something like that. They beat the Giants. Hey, look, the Giants got great quarterback play. They still suck. Good morning, Al Dukes. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Who is that a worse loss for, for the Giants who did lose, or would it have been worse for the Jets had they lost? Well, I think for the Jets, I think Joe said it best on Friday. He said, Sunday's a win-win. We win the game. Awesome. Lose the game. Closer to the number one pick. Now, that said, the Dolphins went out and won. The Bengals are horrific. So no one's getting the number one pick except Cincinnati. But, no, it's a horrendous loss for the Giants. The Giants can't lose that game. This comes back to everything we've talked about for a couple of years now. You know, and I'm not going to cue any of the calls for you. You can have you can have Joe Montana back there. The rest of the team sucks. You suck. And that's what the Giants are right now. And what the a, head coach is lost. I'm sorry. And what about Saquon Barkley? How about that? Where do you want him to go? One yard. Yeah. Or like I'm, I, I'm not even going to. I am not going to utter the two do words. Do not say offensive line. Well, you just did. I Where will. do you want him to go? Ezekiel Elliott's as good as any running back out there. He had nowhere to go last night. He ran for 39 yards or something. Le'Veon Bell, nowhere to go. Right. It's not that easy. Hmm. Football. There is no sport other than than football that, I mean, if all 52 guys aren't doing their job, you're not winning. You are not winning. Daniel Jones threw for 300 yards, four touchdowns. Now, he also accounted for a fifth touchdown, and Jamal Adams just took the ball away from him. Stole it from him. Can't really do that. But he could not have played a better game yesterday. They still can't win against one of the worst teams in football. Because guess what? They're one of the worst teams in football. But now they, the Giants have the Bears this week. Yeah. I think they beat the Bears. Good, great. They Come can't on. beat anybody. Oh, They've lost six straight games. Oh, right, six straight. Hmm. How's that working out for not you? Not good. Pat Shermer. <laughs> Do you think Saquon Barkley's dad was happy that the Jets won and his son got one yard? I think he was happy he's the Jets, Jets won, but I think he's very disappointed his son was bottled up like you. His yeah. son's not healthy either. That's part of it, too. Ankle situation, Jerry? Yeah, it seems like it, yeah. So I I think it was a mixed bag for the for his dad. I was following uh, uh, along on Twitter these games, and Mike Francesa had tweeted, I hope Saquon Barkley's injured, and then I hope uh, Le'Veon Bell's injured because they're both of... doing terrible. But it looked weird to hope people were injured, but I know what he was saying. I know exactly what he's saying. Because if they're not, then what's the problem? Then they stink. Well, the teams stink. And a lot of upsets yesterday, Jerry. I wrote these down. Weird day. Dolphins straight up win against the Colts. Falcons. That 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 one more than any. And road in New Orleans, right? And that game, other game, the Dolphin game was in Indianapolis. Killed them. The Titans beating the Chiefs. That and the Chiefs were up twenty nine twenty in that game. And you had a bad interception. You had the blocked field goal at the end. I mean, so many things happened at the end of that game. I had, how about this? At one point, here was my parlay yesterday. I had the Jets. I win that one. I had the Chiefs. We're winning in the final minute. And I had one other one. What was the other upset? Give me the other upsets. Uh, The Steelers beat the uh, Rams. No, that wasn't it. I had one other one, though. And it looked like, oh, I had the Cardinals. No, I had the Cardinals. Cardinals. To win. And at one point, I was winning with like a minute to go in these games. Over the Bucks, Yeah. And then the Bucks somehow get down the field because Kyler Murray, I don't know what the hell he's doing throwing the ball, uh, whatever. I did a uh, $5 two-team parlay. How'd that go? That hit for $200. $200. Look for you. I took the Dolphins straight up and parlayed that with the Falcons straight up. Very nice. I don't did know really? why I randomly did that. Well, that's kind of cool. Then, of course, everyone on Twitter's like, should have done fifty dollars. Well, there's no. Well, that's stupid. You I say lose that every, right. You right. say that every week. Oh, low risk, high reward. Of course, my five team parlay that I was blown up. <laughs> oh, I th- I legitimately think I went one in four. <laughs> 
maybe 0 for 5. This is what, week 10? So week 10, 10 in the NFL. For, you've done this for 30 weeks. <laughs> well, I didn't start fresh last year. I didn't start at the beginning of the season. Fair to say you've done at least 25 weeks. I would have done some. Oh, yeah, because I did the playoffs and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, not great, Jerry. You're 0 and 25. And Kirk Cousins won in prime time against the team. Your Dallas Cowboys Sunday Night Football. This is, it's so what funny because I was thinking about this. How about that? We were talking, like, we always discuss Kirk Cousins stinks. Kirk right. Cousins can't win the big game. He stinks. You know, you realize, I don't know if you saw the game. I saw the, the first half. That I Kirk Cousins played a really good football game. Great first quarter. And then he was still good, but the Cowboys kind of figured him out a little bit. Fair enough. At the end of the day, though, they still go down and score and take the lead after the Cowboys got the lead from them. And the Cowboys have the ball with three minutes to go, down four, March right down the field. They get to the 10-yard line, and all of a sudden they can't score. But I was thinking this as they go to first and 10 from the 11. If the Cowboys score here now and the Vikings lose, are we going to be in this morning saying, boy, Kirk Cousins can't beat a good team when he did everything he had to do, and it would have been the defense that gave up the winning points? Right. Again, it's a total team sport. It's a team. Jerry, they say it's a team effort. And the Cowboys play calling at the end. They oh, stink. God. I, I don't know what we're doing. I I, I I like Jason Garrett, but good Lord. And Kellen Moore's calling the plays. Wake up. Who lasts longer here in New York, Jerry? Pat Shermer. Adam Gase. Or Adam Gase. Really? Pat Shermer should be fired. I hate, I don't like calling for coaches to be fired. I would fire him. Today? W- yeah. Really? I would. I would. Who you bring in? Uh, I, would let, I would let one of the coordinators run the team for the rest of the year. Eli Manning. <laughs> That's right. No, that's not happening. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna fly a plane. James Betcher. No, everyone wants him out too. Yeah, but you gotta have someone finish the season. Eli. No, Eli's not. That'd be awesome. Eli's not interested. That would be awesome. He's not interested. And then Eli's like Daniel. Have you seen Eli? Yeah, I saw. He (laughs) keeps a hat on and sits in the background, like just counting his money. He was standing yesterday. I saw a picture on on Twitter. He was standing off to the side while the Daniel Jones was on the bench looking at stuff. He was like couple of feet to yeah. the right, paying I'm, no attention. I'm waiting for the image of Eli on his phone. <laughs> Just texting. Just bored. <laughs> I love to see Eli uh, coach, be the head coach, remainder of the year, and him go with the Daniel Jones. And <laughs> pull him. <laughs> gonna need to, we're going to need to sit you down this game. <laughs> this final Listen, game at home, we're going to need to sit you down. They're not losing because of Daniel Jones. That's true. You know, But guess what? They ain't winning because of him either. Fair point, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, is this true? I looked, I saw an article that says Rutgers is a opens up as a 50 and a half point home underdog to Ohio State. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. Is that a real thing? I think it is. Oh, I've taken that bet. 50 and a half points? Well, game starts, you're already winning 50 and a half to uh, nothing. Be I'm not careful. saying anything. What do you mean? They just destroyed Maryland, who's better than Rutgers. By what? 70? What'd they win? I forget. It wasn't, I don't know if it was 50, but. Again, Maryland. I'm not better. saying anything. I'm going to parlay that. Boom. Hmm. I thought t- teams don't really like run it up. Ohio that much. State will run it up. <laughs> Especially now because style need points. To. Yep. What is style points? And for votes. Oh, for to votes. To get into the top four playoff. Oh, forget it then. Yeah. Is that game in Rutgers or uh, oh, home? You yeah. just said they're a home <laughs> underdog, you idiot. What does that mean? I'll be honest. I have no idea. Yeah, no, they're home. Okay. Okay. 73 to 14. Ohio State just rolled Maryland. Boomers, Maryland team. Yeah, All right. So fifty, and uh, yeah, they would they cover. And to be kind, Rutgers' offense has struggled this year. All right? Is that fair to say? To be kind, 
I mean, they don't throw the uh, ball. They've had games yes. they've thrown the ball for one yard. Kind, oh, okay. Severe understatement. Sure. All right. <laughs> okay. They stink. They have had a lot of injuries. They've had a couple of players decide that they're not going to play the rest of the year. Al, I would lay yeah. the 50. Fired their coach. What does that mean, lay the 50? You pick Ohio State. Oh, take Ohio State. No way. And ask them to win by I don't 51. bet college football. Because I know nothing about it. I barely know anything about, about NFL, NFL either. That's not true. <laughs> that We're all excited true. to jump on that 52 minutes <laughs> I ago. was before you guys talked me right out of it. Doesn't, well, I'm not saying anything. And uh, Mets. Todd wait, wait, but can I do one thing yeah, football-wise? Yeah. Well, please do. Can you tell me if you, I love this. This is uh, Taylor Lewin, Titans offensive lineman. Okay. He has struggled. Eddie, just my fader is just up a little high if you he can. Struggled. This is low. He has struggled of late. I've never heard anyone apologize to the media like this guy did yesterday. Before we even start this whole thing, my penalties are a problem. I am 100% an issue with that. It's not intentional. I do not mean to do it. <laughs> I don't mean to do it. Have you ever heard? Of, this is a he big sounds guy. like a professor. No, well, he looks like a professor, too. He's an offensive lineman. And he goes on, and I'll play more later. I like that. Like, get the apology out, out of the way, then take questions. He, he, actually, he basically goes, you don't have to ask me about it. Yeah. I'm a liability right now. I get it. It's embarrassing. Yes. I'm embarrassing myself. I think myself. that's awesome. Yeah, I like that. I think after we do a bad show once in a while, I think we should come out and say, you know what? Not great today. What's this guy's name? Tyler Lewin? Taylor. Taylor. You can right. call him Tyler. Good job, Taylor want. Lewin. Yeah. All right. What about Todd Frazier and the Turkeys? Todd Frazier. Is he on the Mets still, or is he a free agent? What's his He's story? He's a free agent. Free agent. Yeah. Uh, is very angry with the Tom's River government, whatever that means, because uh, they're not controlling these wild turkeys. He tweeted out a photo over the weekend. I guess it was his automobile. He's got like an SUV. Yeah. They were en- engulfed by turkeys. They were on his car. They were and surrounded his car. Yeah. Like yeah. on the hood of his car yeah. and the roof. Hunting season. People are saying that the turkeys are eating the roofs of their cars. Really? Yeah. You well, know, the ones with those vinyl roof type no, things? No, I thought steel. <laughs> they're not eating steel. Um, but, yeah, they're very aggressive. They won't let people out of their cars. They right. won't let people out of their homes. How about that? Well, let's do something about it. Shoot them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving season. Start right? swinging at them. I yeah. bet I could fight a turkey. Now, I'm not saying. I don't know if you'd want to really try that. I wouldn't go after Can a we turkey. We get a turkey in here to fight out. <laughs> I wouldn't fight a turkey like not for animal activists to not be angry with me. If but if they come at me first, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Imagine I get out of a out of my my orange car. It would fly at you. You might wet yourself. But if the other turkey see me swinging, well, they'll, they'll see your like, neck and they'll be like, "Why is this guy fighting us? <laughs> He's part of our family." <laughs> That's our father turkey with his big turkey neck. <laughs> These turkeys, they, they don't think we're going to fight back because the animal activists don't want you to fight turkeys. You've seen where I live. I'm not exactly yeah. in like a farm area. We had a turkey walk across the lawn last week out of nowhere. Right. Where did it come from? And my parents live in a 55 and over community uh, down South Jersey. They got turkeys in their backyard all the time. Where are these turkeys coming from? Who are these people? <laughs> and, and the balls of these turkeys to do it in November with Thanksgiving? I don't think they have Oh, those. turkeys. Male I, turkeys have testicles for uh, sure. Is it really? Absolutely. Hmm. You should have certainty. You might be right. I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're external like they are on humans. So they have internal testes? Uh, <laughs> they must. We're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to reset because we've jumped the rails. I'm not sure what the hell happened. Uh, Al has a story on that soccer team from Seattle that won the championship no, about their post-game celebration. That's nope. coming up next with the champagne and the mishap. That's next and then Boomer and Gio at 6 on the fan. 
It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, beat the Cowboys on Sunday night uh, football. Knicks lost, Nets lost. What else? You got 10 seconds. Go. 10 seconds. Quick uh, Seattle story. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was going to go with the dude on the Heat who ate a bunch of edibles on the team plane. On this Veterans Day 2019, <laughs> we thank Waiters. all our men and women in uniform, past and present, for their service.